0: Hey everybody, this is Chris Posty Posterson and I am back with our 40th Super Deluxe Special Edition episode of the Sleep With Me podcast. 40, four zero, that's a lot of these. Um, but just in case this is the first one you are hearing, um, I'm usually behind the scenes helping Scooter with the editing of the podcast, but every once in a while he asks me to take a show that we aired recently. I add some music or some sound design to it, And we release it as a Super Deluxe Special Edition show. We do that as a way to say thanks to those of you who are supporting the show as patrons. Scoots always says it. I'll say it again here. Your support is what keeps this show going. So thank you so, so much for continuing to uh, support the show as patrons. All right. Without any further ado, let's get into Super Deluxe Special Edition number four zero. Super Deluxe Special Edition show, I took an episode that recently aired, uh, part of the theme park series, um, and it was a, a episode about plant life, and I thought it's, it kind of all takes place, well, it's a greenhouse speaking to this little girl, and I thought it'd be kind of cool to make some plant music. So, as you listen to tonight's episode, um, scooter will be accompanied by very, very slow, poply, bloopy, (laughs) I'm not sure exactly how to describe it, some music that I thought maybe plants are making all the time and we just can't quite hear. Uh, So this is my best attempt at making some calm, soothing plant music inside of a warm greenhouse with the accompaniment of a scooter. Thanks again, everyone. I hope this helps you get some rest and good night.
1: of a clear story. in is they tell you a conservatory is a building or room that has a glass or tarpon I, I don't know how to say that word actually, roofing, and walls used as a greenhouse or sunroom. Uh, if it was used in a residence it might be attached to a house on only one side. Conservatories originated in the 16th century when wealthy landowners sought to cultivate citrus roots such as lemon and oranges. Uh, They began to appear on dinner tables brought from warmer regions in the Mediterranean. Municipal conservatories became popular in the 18th century. Many cities, especially those in closed climate, cold climates with large European populations, have built municipal conservatories to display tropical plants and flower displays. Uh, This type of conservatory was popular in the early 19th century. And people were also giving them a social use, like tea parties. Your conservatory architecture varies from Victorian glass houses to modern styles, such as geodesic domes. Uh, there are many large and impressive structures. Uh, in the UK, it has a legal definition. Conservatory is a building that has 50% of its side wall uh, glazed, and 75% of its roof glazed with translucent materials either polycarbonate sheeting or glass Uh, today the terms the sunroom solarium and conservatory are used interchangeably Uh, but uh, the term conservatory particularly English conservatory evoked the image of an ornate structure echoing the tradition of the eras of the Victorian era of conservatory building and they're built around uh, the world uh... Started with preservation, as we said, citrus fruit tender plants. Uh, they started out being built uh, as, like just too crudely over uh, potted plants or beds, uh, moving plants indoors. Uh, known in Italy as the limo, limon limonia, Uh The early structures had wood panels and storerooms or open galleries. Uh, further north, uh, they wanted to preserve orange trees. Uh, Special purpose buildings to protect a tasty but delicate fruit, orangeries, uh, as they became to be called, were uh, typically enclosed uh, in structures built with woodstone or tall vertical windows. And then they became uh, used to uh, like a wider variety of plants used socially. Uh, greenhouses were rooms, and conservatories were t- t- for tender plants. Uh, in the 18th century, a Dutch scientist pioneered the use of sloping glass to bring in more light for the plants than the tall, wide, uh, glass-sized uh, sidewalls of orangeries. Uh, but the 18th century was the golden age of conservatory building in England. Uh, they were the product of the love of gardening and new technology in glass and heating. And many of the magnificent public conservatories built of iron and glass are a result of this area, including Kew Gardens in London. And uh, for rare and tender plants, sometimes for birds and rare animals, uh, sometimes all living together. Uh, that stopped during WW2, but then with the insulated glass in the 50s and 60s, saw more simple sunroom structures. And then again in the 70s, people started to recreate the Victorian style of the 19th century. Uh, Using insulated glass. Uh, Contemporary construction of conservatory differs from an orangery in having 75% of its surface on the roof made of glass and uh, 50% of its walls. uh, And contemporary ones use technologies to make sure that energy is as efficient as possible, letting in the maximum amount of light while maintaining a steady room temperature. Uh, They can include. Gun and impregnated peg- glass, heat reflective film, thermal ribbons, thermal breaks, or hollow sections of glass, since to intercept heat. So that's a little bit about conservatories. Ah, yes. When you arrived here with me, uh, it's good to tell your tale of how you came to me. You were very young. You spent some uh, very quality lengths of time uh, inside my walls, uh, under my roof, uh, not just inside, but outside, too. And, uh, you know, I've been defined as the largest greenhouse or the largest conservatory in the world. Though some would argue that, uh, you know, because of the massive, uh, amounts is spent, uh, you know, that there was an unfair advantage because it was, uh, paid. But I said people pay to go to municipal conservatories. And just because I'm an attraction, it uh, does not mean I'm just an attraction. But I, and this isn't an insult to conservatories, uh, but I, we were also a research facility as well as a conservatory or greenhouse, whichever you're more comfortable with. Uh, I mean, I was always referred to, you know, as a as, a, uh, as an attraction. I, you know, I've just been learning these things as I prepared to report back to you. You know, so, and I guess uh, this is one of the technicalities when people said, well, is that it was so large uh, that I was uh, sectioned off internally. And so you could say that because the air was not free flowing between all my regions, uh, that it was compartmentalized in some places, uh, uh, which we, I guess uh, for the guests, uh, there was, uh, there had to be AC in guest areas uh, because otherwise they would be just too, too warm and even for the plants we had many ways to regulate the heat in the summer uh, because traditionally uh, where we were located where the park was is not exactly an area that uh, has a lot of cold weather so some would say the conservatory was just uh, for show uh, but as you uh, the climate uh, it became a protective place believe it or not uh, and uh, where plants really do, could flourish and because we had programs for actual both uh, researchers that were part of the company but also university students uh, uh, coming and working and, and doing tests uh, it was a very active and busy place very in, in a real working uh, I guess you would say call me a farm, I don't know why you couldn't, I guess, but, uh, you know, so many of the vegetables in uh, the economy, they, they said, wow, well, we can actually produce, uh, most of the greens, uh, the salads, the microgreens, we could get them of the highest quality for the restaurants, uh, that would serve the guests, uh, the tablecloth restaurants, but also some of the non-tablecloth restaurants, uh, were the first of course to close when, as things began to change and so they needed less and less vegetables uh, it's strange with the changing of the times uh, people ate less vegetables uh, uh, but I guess it's neither here you know I mean it was uh, it, it, at my boom time I was producing the majority of vegetables uh, not, not all vegetables some had to be purchased and brought in uh, but you would have been impressed, and that's why I was. A, that was the vision the engineers had. Uh, and then there was another vision they had, which was a rebranding and refurbishment for me. Uh, because while my behind the scenes uh, business uh, was booming, the ability to grow plants, uh, for, for people to say, well, let's test this out. This is a perfect environment, it's a very uh, climate controlled and because I was able to filter the new light, you know, the light uh, a little bit, uh, uh, the plants were getting just the right amount of sunlight and not uh, overexposed uh, to solar beams. And that was another reason why we flourished uh, so much in supplying the, uh, the restaurant's food. But where I fell short, I guess, was on the guest, uh, I guess the satisfaction or the popularity. It was never the most popular. We had a boat ride through my greenhouses uh, or a greenhouse or conservatory. And, of course, from the outside, it was very impressive, like a nouveau... I don't know what they call it, uh, a nouveau... The critics also were split on it, uh, but a modernized Victorian structure you know, to give me a regal, but modern look, uh, uh, with my glass and uh, iron and all those things. Uh, so I looked very impressive. And I had some nice places to eat inside. Uh, but then the attraction, and then we had uh, like a show, a show, show, which towards the end went away. Uh, And it was about the food groups and then about, you know, eating your greens, uh, different electronics, uh, dancing and singing, but that was gone when you came. You'd have never even known it was there. But that was not the main, so the refurbishment, they said, well, the the guests don't like to just ride around and look at plants and hear explanations, uh, except for the ones that really like it, but that was a small percentage. And so people would sleep on my boat ride. Or they would go to, uh, get, 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 interestingly enough, escape the heat uh, from the weather inside a greenhouse, which was, uh, it depended on the AC. And, you know, that would make it uh, not super tolerable for you, but you were already adjusted to the heat, so you didn't really mind. And you would design ways to cross braze things. Uh, and also, well, we'll see, we'll get to you, your involvement. But they did a refurb and made me into a biosphere, by name only, a fictional biosphere. I went from the largest conservatory conservatory, in the world to being a uh, fake biosphere. So they could tell the story of three families that had volunteered, in that, but this was essential in your development. So I guess it was a good thing. I was Russia. I said, what am I, not good enough? Uh, I have to have a story, of course. All these engineers and the story makers, or whatever they're called. And they said, it'll be the tale of these three families, and, and it won't be a conservatory anymore. It'll be a biosphere modeled for, to start on other planets into testing out technology that could be used uh, I guess they said, they said, wow, they did have foresight. We didn't end up on any other planets other than fictionally. Uh, but anybody that had a biosphere with its own cooling was in great, sh- would have been in great mm-hmm. shape. Uh, but I was not a sealed, bio- I mean, I was mostly sealed bio. but you know, I wasn't designed as a biosphere. You go in and you stay in and everything is self-contained is the story and that is actually what a biosphere is, I believe you know, sealed off from the world, uh, this family was volunteering uh, for some time, uh, an unspecified amount of time, longer than a year. uh, And the children were various ages so that the story could also not reflect just plants, but the children could relate uh, to the three different families, three different families from around the world too. And they could introduce the diversity of both their cultures and of their uh, fruits and vegetables and of the planting uh, you know, the modernization of planting. And they said that'll get guests interested in plants. They love technology and stories. But I, and I think they, you know, some of these engineers, that, uh, the story engineers or whatever they call them, is uh, they were really involved. They said, oh, okay. Let's really follow these children more than the adults. They're more interesting. And they engage with plants and and vegetables in a different way. And so it'll be interesting. And let's watch them grow up throughout the ride. And what what, what, what could be better fate-wise for you? And you had a lot to learn when you got here. So thank goodness for these wild ideas that the engineers had. And also, it was just strange when you arrival, because I was in need of some care, if I was to be anything other than... Because when you came, I was uh, mostly an empty shell. Other than the biosphere story, you know, most of my plants, uh, people had taken, you know, employees. They said, just take the rest of the plants home and see what you could do with them. So some of my facilities were left, some things were taken... My canal was drained, uh, so I had no more canal for boats to travel on. I just had the families. Uh, and again, I guess they they, uh, they really did a good job, uh,
0: you know, making,
1: uh, like on these refurbs, the quality of the technology was so simple. A lot of it, uh, you know, they were doing cost-to-savings using technology and, Has slowed down, so did my use, and so did the researchers stop researching. And then, you know, restaurants stopped serving microgreens and microcarrots and all those things. Uh, uh, So I was glad you were here as well. And of course, before you got here, the caretaker had come and made sure my bulbs were fixed and uh, that some of my fans were some fans to circulate the air, and then you got there, and you couldn't really speak, you could make make uh, noises, uh, and I know you could listen, because uh, I heard about you with your mother goose, and, and, and interacting with those characters. Uh, so words kind of called to you, so as you found the triggers for the ride, and some off, uh, but every once in a while they'd say, oh, here we are with the Biosphere Bunch. Maybe that was what the kids called it. They had their little, because uh, they had a tree house, but we'll come to that. But yeah, you had these fictional three families sealed in the Biosphere uh, to live together, and it didn't really make a big difference to you. You just said, who are these children? And, and the first thing you noticed was uh, one of the first scenes with the family which was a natural, again, I guess I'm struck, uh, that some of the children were getting bedtime stories, uh, they all slept in a dormitory together, and they were new, and they were they were getting to know one another, and they were all different ages, though some of them were close in age, so they could be friends, and so they had to do this scene in the dormitory, where the children were adjusting to life in the biosphere getting read bedtime stories and there were three different stories going on with uh, a sibling and two different parental figures uh, reading to different children, groups of children and different stories, uh, now they did all at one time the engineers did have it in three different languages uh, because I don't know, there was a whole argument about that and uh about the volumes of three different stories. Uh, But so at this time they were in English. This was like a a version 2.1 or something. But because of the technology at the time, the affordability, the the books were uh, both not real and real. They were projected books. uh, So at three different beds, there was someone sitting with a book in their lap, which was just a blank. uh, It looked like a book, but it was really just a screen and projected on it was the story. And because of the like digital technology, uh, they, 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 this was again a battle of the janeers. This was like when the budgets was still, when the money was flowing. And the janeer behind this ride said, w- let's have uh, like a uh, really like, uh, so this re ability, a cookie level There was uh, thousands of hours of stories between these three uh, storytellers, readers, and they were actually reading, and the the text was going on, being projected onto the page as they were reading it. I mean, of course, it was just an MP3 file, like a digital file, of their audio, and you were able to sit there. Now the beds weren't really mattresses, uh, but you did your own, and you even moved the children out of the beds. uh, which I thought was funny. And you would get in there, and you would first just listen to the stories for comfort every few hours, uh, and then at nighttime, and you would sleep in there. Uh, you had to bring your own, You had to eventually find a mattress, uh, and bring it in. And f- f- as the nights and nights wore on, uh, you know, the stories, because you could start them and stop them. You didn't, now, you didn't have control over skipping them, but they just advanced, uh, in a tiered way through the thousand hours. So, you know, you could repeat a story with a different parental figure, uh, like a day or two later. I think, I I can't remember how the loops were figured, but there was so much for you to read and they were reading simple children's books. uh, And then one of the, the older siblings was reading a little bit more of a, you know, like a reader, early reader, I think they called them. And so eventually you were able to sit along in the parents' lap uh, and read along with them. And I'm sure, I don't know if you imagined it, like, uh, what the relationship was. Uh, To be honest, you seemed more interested in the the stories and the words uh, and the sounds all coming together for you. I think your brain was really grasping it and processing it uh, and following along with them just a weird quirk of technology, uh, more than your relationship with these, because they were static uh, figures. They were more statues. Uh, the projection technology was what gave the motion. Uh, but one thing you also started to notice with the stories was that many, as many as possible were about plants and growth and germination And uh, that was what the next uh, scene with the family was, like actual, in front of the working greenhouses. uh, And the scene was uh, the children learning about germination and how a seed first germinates. And you did seem fixated on that as well. uh, And because of, again, the technology, it said, oh, wow. uh, this is uh, it was like an understanding clicked in you because then they had videos about germination and then that's the first stage of growth and this is where you started to test because uh, you found the seed the seed vaults uh, and i guess i don't know you know the playful hand of the caretaker interrupting your nat i guess uh caring for you and taking care You found the seed vault uh, in the door, you know, you didn't have to worry about it being locked, uh, though it had been closed for a long time, so the seeds were intact in the seed vault. And the seed vault was very symbol-based, so all the seeds were both labeled with words and symbols, and this was perfect for where you were at. And the caretaker had been supplying you with some vegetables for food. Uh, But I think they had a vision for you, And so you would take seeds, and you would take water, and you were trying to germinate the seeds. And because it was kind of warm, uh, the seeds would start to germinate, but then they wouldn't grow. Because one thing that I was lacking, even as a conservatory, was light, Uh, and we hadn't talked about that, but that was because over the years, uh, there's so much debris and algae and mud had covered up all of my windows uh, so without artificial light it was very very dark so inside no natural light coming in and we didn't have plant lights uh, really uh, that was the whole purpose of the conservatory it was uh, that there was natural light coming in and uh, you, you figured it out you know just by watching the videos and you also discovered that w- our our our. our, our, our uh, your gift shop, my gift shop, I guess, uh, was uh, also the largest library or bookstore. I guess it wasn't. A, it became a library for you, <laughs> uh, but also in the seed vault was also a lot of the, the paper storage uh, because it was, it was so climate controlled, and uh, so you had so many books to look through, and so many of them were about plants, but there were also books about other things. Well, you weren't really reading much at this point. You? you were more looking at pictures and trying to understand as each night you read along with the bedtime stories. And then it was, this was a tough time. And I said, this the Caretaker. I don't get it, the Caretaker, what the Caretaker's up to. Because the Caretaker had left out or prepared all the things for window washing. My windows had never been washed, but I said, why can't the Caretaker do that? Uh, you're just a little kid you figured out you looked at the sunlight you went outside you rubbed a a hole in a window you tried to grow a plant just with a few windows uh, that you could clear out uh, and then you saw the icons and the pictures for the window washing which was again had word based in instruction it showed a person pushing the green button up uh, the red button down uh, which lines to pull on Even the soap distribution, because it was right to the side of a little closet. Uh, Now, this one needed much more elbow grease, because a lot of the rubber in the squeegees was no longer working. So you did have to scrub. And then you set forth and cleaned my windows. Uh, There was many of them, you know, not like a sparkling, like opening day or anything like that. Uh, There was no waxing. But you washed off my windows, and I was over a long, long period of time. And you grew. And you actually seemed like you were becoming a better reader. You were starting to read, maybe, or read along. Uh, because at some point, a lot of the stories started to be to their to looping. And so, uh, I don't know. And I said, how much time has gone by that she's washing these windows? Uh, you had your little belt and you were clipped in and I guess I started to get some pride and then your light was in there and you could create a seedling and this was what was interesting and I guess what was driving you was because then the children had grown uh, and the next stage of the biosphere was the children were then assigned to read to plants uh, and uh, not just a germinating plant, but the seedling, the growing plants. Uh, and you would read, watch, and read more with the children, read along with them. But you would also watch, uh, they had a very complicated projection illusion to show a plant going from germination uh, to a seedling to budding and flowering. And you know the adults explaining these things and making it as, as interesting as they could. But then you got to sit with the children as they sound. I couldn't couldn't believe this. Uh, they were reading some of the children. You know they had all the different ages, but that was one of the children's jobs. Uh, and it was a trick that they explained. The adults said, "Well, this is a way to weave work in school into one because the plants need attention." And then they even showed how it would be broadcasted to the moon base uh, and the biosphere there and to the plants on the moon base that didn't have children to read to the plants on the moon base. Uh, But, you know, that it has a real effect possibly on plants but also the children needed to, to have their reading time. So some of the older children were doing quiet reading and some of the younger children were sounding out and there was even one a teen to help them while they sounded things out and they were learning, and then you were sounding words out with the children, and then actually pulling books and trying to do it on your own. Now that was very frustrating for you, because you didn't have a fictional or real adult figure to help you. You had to learn, and you would slam the books closed to sometimes, uh, children, you you know, it was uh, acting, so it wasn't like they were actually struggling to read like you were, to understand uh, the sounds and the letters, uh, and to create like a picture vocabulary in your mind, but you did have picture dictionaries, which were nice, uh, and that was a good way to learn, but it was not easy, no, no. And I think your frustration also stemmed from the fact that you couldn't, you couldn't get a seedling to take because you had this sandy soil you were just bring in from the outside. And it had kind of been depleted as the grasses had depleted the soil uh, uh, where they just had you know to, to make the spots of the park look very presentable. And uh, you, you, then you heard uh, like uh, the next presentation where the adults were talking about the nutrients and nutrient film how they at the Biosphere had a closed system, which we did not have, that was fictional, where even the methane was generating power, but the closed a system of gray, you know all the waters, the gray and the non-gray waters, uh, using that to help create the nutrients for the plants, uh, with also the other things they were eating, but you didn't have that closed system, you looked for it, uh, but it was fictional and projected very very frustrated and any of uh, supplies like that on the inside had been gone as people kind of said as the workers said well will just take this home I want to grow my own food at home and eventually you would go you and also because the temperature was so fluctuating inside sometimes you would go outside or if it was raining or the, you know, the weather had changed uh, and you discovered behind, out behind uh, my conservatory these big mounds, uh, and this was where the words clicked, everything clicked for you on these great mounds, if you only knew what was underneath the mounds, uh, but eventually you did, as you lied in them, and this was spring, and the clover and the vetch uh, were flowering, and at one point you were lying there looking at it, uh, and I think you are cooling down from frustration from reading, and you realize. Clover, clover, As I said, they are Children and the, a couple of the adults, uh, you know, the children were trying to teach each other, teach themselves, and learn from one or two adult figures. And again, this was mostly fixated on reading this whole ride, my attraction the storyline. Uh, they didn't have any arithmetic, luckily, because I'm not a fan of that. I guess I am a fan of it, but... Uh, and so you would be in the schoolhouse again, and learning deeper, and then having your own physical books too, and seeing the phonics and the coding, decoding, or whatever the children do, and even some writing, watching them write, and again, I guess these projections, uh, they had so much material they could because uh, he said what if a guest is, sits on the ride for three hours in a row I want everything to be different the engineer said but also at this time you had started to you know your reading was growing your curiosity was growing about what a more I had and you found some of the growing rooms like vertical planters and horizontal drip irrigation planters and they were in a fairly deep disuse uh, so you were taking it apart and looking at it and you know, you were physically watering your plants and still learning about watering properly. And you saw many of the uh, the rides explaining the power of the vertical planners or but you were like, well, which works with compost in the drip irrigation? And then you even found eventually you got into one of the control panels for the drip irrigation system. And decoding that took a very long time because it was full of diagrams and jargon. uh, Some of which you had just had to experiment. Plus you had to scale it down, because this was for a whole giant grow house. uh, You really didn't need to grow that much, and you were already having some success in beginning to grow your own uh, greens. uh, And then tomatoes, and then cucumbers. uh, But it was a lot of work, and you had, you know, you had books to read, and you know, you were becoming... We're uh, going from a uh, child to a girl I don't know what, what they call it uh, your stages of growth were staging on and you were in the schoolhouse pretending and I think because this was not as hard as some of the other attractions for you or because of the plants uh, you were able to uh, project and invest some of that energy into the plants and you were able to talk to the plants and you knew they were living. Unlike the Attraction, which was uh, an illusion of living and a fiction of biosphering, uh, I think the plants gave you a connection uh, that you needed, uh, that they were more than just sustaining you. It wasn't really, you know, it's it's not easy for you, uh, being a child, you know, we were doing our best. I guess giving you the chance I mean, for me, I was lucky that the refurbishment happened. Uh, because I couldn't teach you to read, only you could, and I don't know if you could have taught yourself uh, with nothing else, uh, uh, but the ride, uh, the attraction, the and the biosphere bunch was able, you were able to, you uh, yes, it was a quirk of matter, as the doctor says. Eventually, you got uh, the uh, drip irrigation system working in a limited way. And you were also tempted to fill my canal, but as you learned more about water conservation, you said, Well, I guess I'll go without the boat. Uh, because, uh, you know, the, wa- like, I mean, it, it, the water situation had changed uh, because of where we were located. Uh, we were one of the spots that had plenty of fresh water, but it was good you were conserving. Rotating the compost and then learning these systems as as you could read more and more were, you know and your curiosity would fill in the gaps uh, by you know cleaning pipes or attaching things uh, where you couldn't read or understand your mechanical mind was able to uncover uh, you were able to nearly automate uh, you know some of the process you know that, that, that eventually it's so much of your uh, understanding of the language uh, was tied to books uh, and stories around uh, the growth of plants it must have been a bi- bit stale i mean i know you started reading the uh, the, the travel guide sections into the trivia books and then the the, the the lore of the characters in the park books uh, and then there was even pop fiction some of it, you know you you were able to read some of that very uh, Luckily there was a lot there, uh, uh, so you were able to have plenty to read, uh, and it became a part of your routine, your nighttime routine of reading and winding down to relax, uh, and always reading to a plant for a little bit while until you got tired. It was the cutest thing I've ever seen, but those were the plants you took with you to the next, uh, you know, the other attractions uh, that you kept in your bag. That you kept hidden away. But you, I couldn't believe, yes, you, you got it to the point where it needed minimal supervision. And then the caretaker would sneak in, too, uh, uh because the caretaker was mostly doing all of this on their own, uh, on their own homestead, wh- wherever it was. Uh, but you had restored me, um, uh, not to my former glory, but to a place where uh, your fictional children were learning, real, a real child was learning and plants were growing and flourishing again. And then you also tried to start growing the citrus and the oranges, uh, and that took a lot of patience and, uh, and years of uh, paying attention to it as you grew, they grew. Uh, But, uh, you know, the vegetables uh, and and the fish uh, eventually would, uh, you know, the the, the caretaker already had that taken care of, but eventually you were to take that over too. And I wonder what the researchers would have said if they came now and said, uh, Oh, if these were the conditions, uh, how much would they doubt you in your ability to adjust? uh, Would they celebrate you? You know what I mean? I, I, I have such a excitement around it all and such pride in watching you every night reading to plants as uh, like I had a purpose, that was fulfilled that uh, these uh, I, I don't mean to judge uh, the refurbishment in the fictional family, but to have you in a real family with plants uh, And have you, like, going through these stages uh, with with the language of germination, of being a seedling, a reedling, I guess we could have called you, my little reedling, and then budding and flowering, as you would later uh, after you left me physically, that would be at some point, but this was more your relationship with the language, budding and flowering into getting close and then, you know, that part of you that needed that connection, uh, at least making some of it with the plant, at least rejecting some intimacy onto and into the plants and actually maybe having some real, because these were real living beings uh, uh, that you were connected with, that you were responsible for. And that you were maintaining and sometimes you couldn't maintain it, but you were constantly—I don't know what else it awakened in you. Uh, I mean, it couldn't—it's not even a metaphor, even though it is a perfect metaphor—that it started to grow in you. Uh, this deeper engagement with your your curiosity and your—I st- mean, I can't believe you cleaned my windows. I, most children. Wouldn't be allowed to do that at all. It'd be like saying, hey, go drive a car now after you clean the windows on a window washing rig. But you didn't know that. You said, oh, this is necessary. Let it be done. Let me get to work here. so I guess as you left, I was just struck by how honored I was to be a part of it. uh, To be here and uh, to observe you. You know I, I, you know, I had pride in my size, but it was the small things. And it was lucky that my bookstore, my gift shop, uh, I guess because of the niching, they said, oh, well, for a long time, the only people that would ride my attraction were tired people, people that didn't want to wait in line, because there was never a line, and people that loved plants. So they said, well, let's sell a lot of books to these plant lovers. And so, uh, that's a big part of my history. And so, yes, uh, uh, you know, I, I, I never had was able to rock you to sleep in my canal, in my boat, like others were. But uh, I was able to watch you go through those stages and to guide others through those stages of germination, of growth, of uh, organic matter of phosphorus and nitrogen of watering and then of drip, drip, dripping the water out as it is needed and then maturing